This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. Huggies Little Movers is their best-fitting diaper ever with its curved and stretchy fit. Babies, no matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers are curved with up to 12-hour protection against leaks. Get your baby butt in Huggies best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey guys, we have a really fun show today for you. Lynette and I went way back down memory lane. We talked a lot about jobs. It was really fun. But first, do you own or rent your home? Sure do. Well, I bet it can be hard work, but you know it's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too because you already have Way too much to do around your home. So go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Hey, guys. It's Brooke. And Danielle from Gals on the Go podcast. It's very minimal change, but basically what Wait, I did. Uh, can we talk about the TikTok? Because I saw you deleted it, and I need to know that. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you're bringing it up. <laughs> On our show, we talk about everything from college, lifestyle, to navigating your 20s and beyond. And there's always that quote that people say, like, if they like you, you'll know. If, you do, if they don't, you'll be confused. But some people I don't know. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Made a decision. I'll face the sunny side head on. everybody welcome to for crying out loud Woo! Woo! and here we are on our friday show it's friday not much has changed since no. our wednesday or tuesday show <laughs> not much has changed since la- last our last friday show, show. Right. yeah come on everybody give us a break we just recorded for you guys like uh, three days ago four yeah. or five days it's like you think our lives are exciting. What or do you something. think we are? Like these like lifestyles of the rich and famous over here? I got nothing going on. If we were like real housewives, we would have to invent a lot of drama. Because yes. life is sort of low drama these days. I'm glad days. you brought this up. I wanted to ask you a question about yeah, the real I'm house. not watching any of them. Okay. But mm. you can ask me. All right, I'll ask you. <laughs> I'm sure Matt Fondelier and the Wheels of Steel <laughs> okay. has um, the answer. Well, Matt, do you watch The Real Housewives? That is the one show I refuse to watch. Okay. My, my wife does, though. I didn't think you and did. Uh, the, I want to say it's The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the Crystal, the yes. uh, Asian American. Yeah. She's actually a friend of a friend, like family friends that I oh. grew up with. So I actually have, I know her personally. Oh, that's but nice. But the rest of them, never oh, met. Okay. What's well, the dirt? Anything? No, she was super nice. Yeah, she's great. Boring. Boring. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, Heather Dubrow has her own podcast on our network. Why don't we have her on sometime? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, the the OC. If she'll talk shit about these people. I I think she. She in a feud with any of them? Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. My question was that, so the OC started and. Let's say hi to our chat. Let's say hi to our peeps, and then I'll ask you the question. <laughs> Dr. Bruce. All right. Hello to Liz Elsasser. She's sassy as hell. Yes. Amanda uh, and Casey 
I don't care what other people say about your Zoom <laughs> skills. I think they're fine. Yes. Jennifer, don't fall. Get up. Keep your balance. <laughs> Sarah's. My Paisan Stefano. Stefano. And also, who's the... The uh, other one? Yeah, the other one is... Uh, oh, Sue Calzone. Calzone. <laughs> and Calzone. Vivian Barr. She's your barber. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. this voice is. Leslie, why, why are you coughing? Please stop it. Yeah. Alicia. Escalante. From the city, city of... of El Monte. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Land. Oh. Amy, you're... Michelle McKinnon, we love you. Mm-hmm. Kelly is not your aunt. Not this week. She's also, got the week off. Kelly's Luther Vandross. Right. Hero, you're everybody's we hero. Everybody loves you. Krista, get the strap. Mm-hmm. Colleen Skater Girl, Gabby and Missy. Mm. Mm, they're up to no good, mm. as usual. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Stinker Rinker, Ishan Vajpay. Rebecca Lubin, I just do so little. Put her in the pocket. Valerie hits it out of the park. Polly, we love your pancakes. Athena, we love your dancing. Elizabeth, we adore your kids. Jacob, you're so growly. Sandra, you're so green. It's not easy being Sandra Green. No. Fault fought the law. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And Ashley's chic. That's it. All right. Um, So, started watching the OC. Here's just, I'll keep it brief, but. You know, I know that every Housewife franchise is produced by different companies, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Except Andy Cohen's the the top dog of all of them. You know, he's the – But he tries to claim that he doesn't have any say in like who gets – Yeah, he probably – I guess. I, I don't know what his deal is. But yeah. But so the OC, um, they started off this season with Heather DeBrow, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And – they're, and then they got these these like new wackadoo chicks that are just well, – there's one that's like I can't get a read on her. I don't know. She's married to Sweet James, the guy that's the lawyer that you see on billboards mm-hmm. nowhere. <laughs> I mean you see him but they're on the outskirts. You don't see him on Sunset Boulevard. They're like on the I-5 when you're taking uh-huh. Natalia to, to her volleyball at 6 a.m. That's where you see him. Okay, yeah. He's a shady lawyer kind of – I don't know if he's shady. I don't know. Don't sue me. I don't know. But he's just – Right. You know, everybody's like, his billboards are everywhere. Yeah, not really. Not <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> They're nowhere. But right. anyway. He's not like Bombay Gin. He's, right. Yeah. Exactly. So he's uh, her, one of the new husbands, but now like he filed for divorce in the, like, in the very first episode or two episodes. But my, my question is, so there's this new girl that's not necessarily a housewife. She's, I, what do you want to call them? What do you call them? Just a one I don't know what. The, like a guest, like yeah, a friend of, like a Camille, you know? Yes, yeah, like yeah, a friend, friend of. of. Uh-huh. Okay, except Camille's a housewife. So anyway, this one, she like dated Kid Rock. She is like kind of like a washed up model kind of thing. I don't know, but or was a model. I don't know what her deal is, but she be she's friends with she's old school friends with um Shannon. Okay. But Shannon lost touch with her or something. Bottom line is she's a good – she's now a friend of Heather's. Heather's back and Heather is way over the top and super obnoxious, by the way. I guess there goes our chance of having her on the show. But I don't know. I think It's not her fault though. I think that the producers want her to talk about how many bedrooms she has and all the – you know, her lifestyle. Okay. But – so she's back. This girl that in the first two – like first couple episodes, the whole storyline is this girl – 
date, uh, um, sorry, sued Heather's husband for a bad boob job years ago. But Heather doesn't know this. And Shannon knows, and Shannon's keeping it a secret. And Shannon was like, let's not tell Heather. And then Heather has a dinner party and invites everybody, and everybody's in her house, except they all know that this woman sued her husband because he went she went by a different name. Her last name was okay. different. Okay. And so And now, so is Heather's husband there? Heather's husband comes home and he says hi and then he goes off to bed and you know and she, and Heather's like, you know, greet, you know, she's being a hostess and but but nobody and then they're all talking about how she sued you know, Terry, but 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 Heather doesn't know this. So then finally one of the housewives, Gina, gets the balls. She's actually my favorite out of all of them. Gets balls and br- brings Heather aside and goes, "I think this is really weird, but did you know that your friend sued your husband like 10 years ago? And Heather was like, no, I did not know that. And then she was like, this is shutting down right now. She like blocked the cameras. She went upstairs to t- tell. So I'm like, I don't is know. It is it cooked or not? Like, yeah, they do, probably. They cook a lot of shit. But Heather seemed to, she, but then, then. When they confront her and, and Terry comes downstairs and he's like, oh, are you blah, blah, blah? Is that your last name? Oh, I remember you. And she's like, Did yeah. you go, let me see your boobs. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the judge of this. <laughs> Take off that top. All the girls should have been like, let us see right, if right. you had a case or not. And she's whole her whole thing <clears throat> was I was young and my managers and agents wanted me to do – to, to force me to. But you you were an impeccable surgeon and – but my manager, she she said something like her manager wanted her to sue or something. I Even though she d- didn't have a problem with her boobs, I don't know. That's un- it's unclear her boob situation. But they it, they built up to like episode two of Heather finding out. But then when she found out, and then they confronted her, she was like, "Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Everything was fine." And Heather was like, okay, I'm not mad at you. But now she hates Shannon because Shannon was the one that knew about it but tried to keep it a secret and told everybody except for Heather. I can't it's stand just, Shannon either though. I don't like Shannon either. I've hated her since the first episode, yeah. since the first season not, she was on. Yeah, I'm not. When a, she was whining about her husband all the time. Right. Huh? David, pay attention to me. Yeah. David, why Why are you – Um, I don't like the what you ordered in a restaurant. Right. Like yeah. I was like, thank yeah. God when he divorced her. Yeah, I know. I know. I felt bad for him. I know. I know. I'm not a Shannon fan at all. So – but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I was trying to figure it out. But I was hoping you'd watch. But okay. Well, it's just too many – I don't – so many of the – well, all of – all the franchises – I find have no grounding characters anymore. Like right. I used to like Bethany. I used to like watching New York for Bethany. Right. Because I was just like not it's it's such a reach to call her a grounding character, but mm. at least she acted like on camera. Right. She acted more normal. Right. She didn't act like a caricature person. Yes. Yeah. She was like funny and sort of sounded down to earth even though yes, I know she's the richest one of all of them at this point. But you know what I'm saying like right. she had normal reactions to things as opposed to like Ram- yeah. Ramona this like these people that are just so out there. Mhm. 
Yeah, with Ramona. The, they all felt like cartoon characters. Right. So and now, they still so what, are. So that's what I, so with Bethany gone, I was like, I'm just basically watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. Who am I rooting for? Luann? This no, is they're why all out of their I minds. I took a break from Housewives for a long time. I was like, I'm out. But now I'm back in because, well, I was traveling and I wanted something to watch, <laughs> you know, while I was on the plane. So I, right. I always, that's my go-to because, you know, I can get through them 45 minutes, you know. Right. It's good plane watching. Yeah, it is. So anyway, I just... What I, I don't know. It seemed kind of. It seemed pretty. Cooked. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't know these new ladies. And I, Beverly Hills is like filming, but I don't know. I can't watch that one either because there's no grounding characters. Right. I'm interested in uh, Erica's uh, story. I want to see what happens with her, Erica Jane. I know, but like nothing really happened to her. I feel like well, she's getting yet. away with – I mean – Yeah, I don't know. I know. It's just like yeah, Trump to me at this point. It's like right. is there going to be any consequence? Like right. these people that do whatever they want mm-hmm. and then go like, oh, it wasn't my fault and right. then nothing yeah. ever happens and yeah. you're like, whatever happened to right. that illegal thing they did? Right. And then they – I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. They got a good yeah. – had a good lawyer. Yeah. Well, so this new chick, her her lawyer husband is seems like he's a uh, shady, like uh, sweet he, James. Sweet James. He filed bankruptcy from Costa Rica, so that um, that he didn't. So something, so like the divorce laws, so that he didn't have to disclose. I don't know something, but um, yeah, he's uh, that. This is his wife. Just seems nuts. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway. Um, so you got me talking to my kids about a first job. Okay. And I was talking to Natalia and um, – because she's like, yeah, I want to work. I'm, you know what? Let's talk about – let's talk about Chime real quick and then we'll talk about first jobs, shall we? Okay. Speaking of money. Yeah. Speaking of money. Yeah. Right? Kick off 2022. That's what year it is. That's this year. With a better checking account is and it? no <laughs> monthly fees. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card. They have no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. And they have over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS. You know, this is a very cool thing because I have noticed that even like with B of A or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's fees everywhere. I know. Yeah. That's how they get you. Yes. Even yes. on regular like ATMs, you have to go find your specific. So right. if there's that it. many fee-free network in network, this is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Also, you can send money to anyone even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you. No cash out fees for them. So no monthly – I mean this is a this is a big money saver. Yeah. So make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash FCOL. That's Chime.com slash FCOL. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC get – Fee-free transactions at any Money Pass ATM in a 7-Eleven location, at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Boom. Boom. Also, good RX, everybody. 
look, it's the new year, new resolution. Want to save some money, by the way? Prescription is expensive. And every, we all have prescriptions, right? Absolutely. So, um, I use GoodRx, by yes, the way. Yes, you do. Love it. Yes. Uh, prescription prices can vary between pharmacies by as much as $100. But now GoodRx can compare prices at pharmacies near where you live. And you can find discounts that could save up to 80%. 80%. I would never get a prescription, by the way, these days without running it through GoodRx to make sure that I can't get a better price. That's There's no reason not to. Right. There's no reason. And by GoodRx is free and it's easy to use and works whether you do or do not have insurance. So even if you have insurance, there's a good chance GoodRx can beat your copay. Um, you can check GoodRx online or on their app. They, they, you can find prescription savings at over seventy thousand pharmacies like CVS, Kroger, Walgreens, Rite Aid. So, for simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, check GoodRx. Go to GoodRx.com/fcol. That is GoodRx.com/fcol. GoodRx.com slash FCOL. GoodRx is not insurance but can be used instead of insurance. In 2021, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% on retail prescription prices. Yeah. Check it out. So Sunny's jo- Sunny job. So Natalia job. I was talking oh. to her and mm-hmm. um, and uh, I said, well, you know, if you got – I said, I said um, would you want – like for your first job – what would you want to do, you know? And I said one of LB's choices was to work at PacSun. She's like, that sounds like a lot of fun. I go, no, 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 no doesn't. No, let me explain why. And I, I told her the same things you said, yeah, all that shit. She's like, yeah, ew. Um, and then she asked me what my first job was, but which was passing out flyers. But um, that was your very first job, passing out. Yeah, the one where you put some ketchup, ketchup on, one on of the, the back of a flyer. <laughs> The boss walked in. So that was for that's for the store, the yes. clothing store. Yeah, my, my brother's like girlfriend's sister owned a, a like accessory store at uh, Van Ventura and Van Nuys. Yeah, it was like a boutique. Uh huh. Um, and I was passing flyers. I didn't know that was your very first job. That's Ye- funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, technically, my first jobs were. Like I guess voiceover and acting and doing commercials and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but your first like job, job where you job. had to apply to a place, right? And, like, it was that that, and then when I not fun no, job, no, not fun. That, <clears throat> like uh, besides babysitting or you know, right? And I also worked. No, oh, came first. Yeah, no, that one came first. Then I worked at a preschool, and then I also was the Budweiser girl, right. for a while that I got fired from as well from drinking Budweiser in a Coors Light <laughs> cup. Assholes, <laughs> like, and I was on my night off, you know. Right. I went to Jeremiah's in Northridge, and and the guys that I met, how I got the job, were there, and they saw me drinking Coors Light <laughs> out of a Coors Light cup. How did they know? They saw because I was holding a Coors Light cup, and they were like, eh, 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 "You're a Bud Light girl. You're not supposed to be drinking Coors Light." I'm like, on my night off, I will never forget. I went to comedy uh, traffic school. Probably mm-hmm. Adam could have been the one t- teaching it. And um, yeah, and uh, then I went there afterwards. And then I, got, I remember I was wearing a white dry. And I remember everything vividly because I love that job. It paid $100 appearance. Like, are you kidding? That was I was like a millionaire for me. I was like, <laughs> fucking rolling in out. And I only did it like three or four times. And then I was out. Oh, my God. Do you remember? I mean, $100 back then. 
cocktail waitressing was like you did. You felt so rich. Yeah. But the jobs were few and far between. Right. Like the night – like I remember getting jobs where I would cocktail but it was for a certain club at a location and mm. then – but then you had to wait to see if the company would hire you to go to a different location. So uh-huh. sometimes you'd be like, oh my god, counting your cash and $109. Right, right. But then you wouldn't work again for a month. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well – so it's talking so in the I'm making hundred dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. doesn't have the quite the right. same ring to it. Right, that's a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. <laughs> so I was asking Natalia, and I said, "What?" Uh, um, somehow we got on the subject. I said, uh, "You know, one of the jobs I really wanted to do, and I actually auditioned for it, but I chickened out at the very end, was tour guide for Universal Studios." Uh huh. Oh, because she said I would love to be a tour guide for Disneyland, and I said. You know, I, I, you know, I tried to do the Universal too. She's like, "Really? You can do that?" And I said, "Yeah, you, you know, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I, you go there, they do like this whole two day thing where they teach you everything. You, you get a notebook, you got to memorize it, and then I did all of that. And then when it came time to get up and like audition in front of everybody, I, I left. I really? Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I could do this every day." get up in front of people and I just was like uh, I was this is why I didn't do good at cast like going on these auditions I hate I was like always too shy and embarrassed and so the idea of it you liked I yes like when you saw people doing it but then actually having to do that like did you so you felt like even if you got the job it would make you too nervous I think yeah I can't really remember my thought I just remember I left I made it through almost everything and when it came time to do a presentation and have everything memorized I was like uh, uh, I, I got a stomach ache and I'm like I don't know I don't think I'm cut out for this because my dad was the one that's like oh you would be great you know right you can go on auditions while you have this job it's flexible it's this it's that and I was like right. mm, bye <laughs> bye girl bye <laughs> I was just too shy. But Natalia, I was like, this would be good for you. And she's like, hmm, hmm, okay. So I don't know. We were talking about that. Um, And then she was like, wait, your condo? And I was like, don't even – because she started thinking, wait, I could live at your condo. She goes, but this could all be after college. And I was like, yes, right, after college. That's right. Right. So, Yeah. But um, a lot of fun things to do living in Los Angeles. Living in Los Angeles, he's just feeling good. Out. <laughs> just feeling good. Just feeling good. Clouds, Clouds out. out. <laughs> if you ain't having a good day, <laughs> sit there and ask yourself why. Is the shit that bad that you can't have yourself a good day, biatch? <laughs> wind blowing like a motherfucker. When people ask where'd you get your hair, and it's a synthetic it's a wig. Synthetic wig. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought myself some shit. I mean, come on, girl. <laughs> the clouds is out. Everybody, anybody doesn't know what we're talking about. It's uh, just just Libby. Is that what her name is? Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't know she had a name. Yeah, just Libby with oh. those nails. So the is she on Instagram? And the sucker. The, yeah, yeah just, really- just just Libby, I think, is called. Her. Great message, by the way. So – Yes, I do think there are a lot of fun jobs to have. Yeah. I remember sitting with the classifieds mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. and just thinking about like what jobs – I mean that's how I got my phone sales job. I had lived in LA. It was the 80s. I had 
lived here for, you know, a week and I was looking in the classifieds, probably LA Weekly, back of the LA Weekly, like for jobs. And it was, it sounded, they made up, they made the phone sales sound fun. Like it was Uh like, you know, you're going to be working with creative people and, Uh you know, make this much money in this short amount of time. Like just, you know. Right. However, they made it sound like it was going to be a great time. Right. And it was not a great time. Right. It was calling people that were like, bye. Yes. Click. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In those days, like now it would be 10 times harder to do phone sales because who answers their phone? Right. Every call I get on my phone that it's not somebody in my contacts, I'm like, no. Yeah, me too. And now half the time they say scam, likely, Uh which is just phone sales. Right, right. But back then you answered the phone. Yep. Plus we were calling people's businesses. Right. So people unsuspecting would answer the phone because it's their job and there would be me. Hi, Susan. (laughs) <laughs> this is Donna Kay with General Business Supply. How are you today? Listen, I have you on our list as a preferred customer. So are you still using those uh, Bix Scripto Deluxe ink pens? You are. Okay. Well, I would like to get you a gross of them. And then she, they'd be like, wait, wait, what, what, what? This is a two-person <laughs> office. Oh, okay. So maybe a gross might be too much. So how about a half a gross, whatever right. the amount was. Right. A gross, by the way, is like 12 dozen pens, you know, 24, maybe 24 dozen. Well, let me just get you out 12 dozen pens then. It's a two-person office. We don't need uh-huh. – like, you know, then yeah. you get – you fight. You're having an argument with the right, person. Right, <laughs> right. And they you don't, don't realize they can just hang up. You're going to be doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. It was constant. Like – and, you know, you, you, like inside my heart was sinking. Like these people are not going to buy know. this shit from me and I, I wouldn't know. buy it either. Listen, do you use the gummed edges or perforated edges for your legal pa- – I have down here that you like the legal-sized <laughs> pads. You should have worked at the – It was the, all lies, Lynette. Yeah. It was all lies. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you'd get people to order some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Listen. And then you'd get a you'd get a, uh, a cut off of that, right? Would you get a, a – I guess, but Lynette, I worked there for like six weeks and I I probably made 40 bucks. Like yeah. in, I was not making money. My real money was coming from work being the ticket taker at the Egyptian theater down the street. Uh-huh. Minimum wage. That was my real bread and butter. That's how? Just minimum wage? No, I mean I'm 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 being sarcastic because I had to have two jobs right. because one of them was the promise of all the money I was going to make, and the other one was only minimum wage. Right. But I had a really cheap apartment mm-hmm. on El Cerrito Place, which was one block west of La Brea. Uh-huh. I got both those jobs in like one day. Mm-hmm. I was des- I needed a job. So mm-hmm. I got the phone sales job. I had to like audition or right. I told you about the time. Well, I mean, I had so many odd jobs during those times. Yeah. yeah. But after I worked at the movie theater and was I was not making enough money. I was right. like I can't survive a minimum wage. That's where I got the idea to answer an ad. I think my next job was working at a life insurance company. Really? So I went from like I was like selling it life insurance. I was a data entry. Oh, or data well, entry, however uh-huh. you pronounce that. Right. I was a clerk. Uh huh. So, but so I made twelve thousand dollars a year. Wow. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm opening, I'm getting a credit yeah, card. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Life is happening. Who wants sushi tonight Life for is dinner? In session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could buy toilet paper and paper towels right. this month, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, I would thought I was making crazy bank yeah. until I started realizing, like, after taxes, like, no, that's poverty level. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, and I was a full freaking time job and it was far. Ugh. Oh, yes, because no. I was living in Hollywood. This job is like West LA. It's like oh, Bundy and Wilshire. Oh, fuck that. Ugh. Oh, and I was, you know me, I was always in trouble. Like, What was that job? Yeah, what was that job that you had? Something with Looney Tunes or something? What did you, didn't you work? Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes, cartoons, something with cartoons? No? Mm-mm. What am I thinking of? Well, you got in trouble. Well, yeah. I got in trouble yes. at every job. Oh, are you, oh, I know what you're thinking of. What am I thinking you're of? thinking of when I work for the Three Stooges. There it is. There it go. There you go. Yeah, and I poisoned the well by right. by tell by saying in front of the guy who full circle of this conversation, Bill Fritz, who ended up working, he was was it Endemol? His wife, Kathleen French, they produced some of the Real Housewives, one oh, of the wow. franchises. That's crazy. So years later, we went to dinner with them, and I had a bunch of Real Housewives questions for them. Meanwhile, I was hoping you wouldn't recognize me, although I think I told him because right. one of that company's jobs was the Three Stooges thing that they fired me from. Right. But they didn't well, recognize what? me. What would you get fired for? So the job was so boring because right. I hated the Three Stooges and I had to pretend I liked them right. to get the job. Mm-hmm. But then once I was there, first of all, because they didn't treat it like a show business job. They acted like this was like – like I was like, we need magazines. This was before the days of like the internet. You couldn't like surf the internet. Right. So I, I said, we need like magazines. And the guy was like, well, why? Mm-hmm. I go, because – I'm not just having ideas out of like looking at the fucking ceiling right, tiles. Right. <laughs> right. Like we we had to come up with ideas for bits for um and then you'd have to Oh my god. What was it? This was the most miserable job. So it was making interstitials. Mm-hmm. So we would have to take full length Three Stooges movies uh-huh. and make funny sketches, like SNL type sketches out of cutting up there were editors involved, right, right? But you'd have to write little scripts for like, okay. So say you'd go, you'd go like, hey, um, join the Three Stooges. You want to lose weight? How about exercise the Three Stooges way? This would be like, I'm just coming up with right, something, right? Then you'd have to go through movies and find places where it looks like they're doing exercises. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, here's the curly push-ups right. or whatever, and it would be something or the mo. Uh, arm exercise and you'd have a mo punching right, somebody. Right, right, right. Okay, imagine this would though be a good job the for you. tedium. Yes, but there was no like you couldn't Google oh, mo right. punching yeah, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Here's where it is in the movie. Yes. So you'd have to watch Ugh. Three Stooges movies all the way through and then make notes of where they're doing something that but you'd right. have to use several movies. Oh my own. It was Oh, it was the worst job I've ever had ever. I mean, <laughs> wow. there's nothing you could look up. Yeah. And you'd have to think of like – thinking of a, of a joke like an exercise thing. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where I – if I had magazines, I'd see something in Cosmo. Right. Like, and I'd be like, oh, here's something. I could do an exercise like five tips for whatever. Yeah. Right. Wake up with the stu- – you know. Right. Anyway, so I was like, I need – we need magazines. No. We're not giving you magazines. 
the other writers who were there felt as miserable as I did, yeah. but I was the mouthy one right, of the group. Right, right. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> so they wouldn't say anything. Right, right. And yeah. they would just act, they would just toil away. But always for me, it was like, how do these people not, this is the same fights I get into with John, mm-hmm. where I'm like, if I, if something's miserable, I need to complain about it. Yes, yeah, right. This is why I have a podcast. Right, right. right. Because this skill ended up being, a, a good thing yeah. later in life, right. but at the time it was like I couldn't just yeah. sit and be yeah. miserable. I yeah. had to like make everyone else mis- like right. you guys. Right? How are you guys coming up with ideas? We need magazines, yeah. and then people would be like, "I oh, know they don't want to get us magazines." Right. So I was like, "Well, fuck that. We yeah. need snacks and <laughs> magazines and something to drink. Right? We need a beer. Yeah. Like there was yeah. always something that I needed. Right? So they were." They finally got us magazines. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, but I had to argue for it. Right. So one day I was talking to my friend on the phone because also we need time to make personal calls. Yes. <laughs> we need privacy. I need my own office. There was a lot I needed to be uh-huh. happy. <laughs> so I'm talking to my friend on the phone and I'm like, oh, my God, this job is just the fucking worst. Oh, no. Like, I mean, you don't know magazines. Like, oh, my God, I hate it here so much. I was probably talking to Bonnie McFarlane uh-huh. at the time. And I turn around and it's my freaking bo- – it's, oh it's the head writer who was also married to the head of the company. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, why didn't he – well, he still had to be a writer on I the know. Three Stooges yeah. show? Like why <laughs> – couldn't he be like the supervising <laughs> yes, producer? Yeah, yeah. Like this right. is miserable for him too right. looking back. Right. But I turn around. I hang up the phone. I think it was like lunchtime, but I was sitting at my desk. So oh, I thought so, everybody was gone. Right. But I turn around and there's the my boss. And I'm oh, like, goodly. <laughs> so I turn back around and I pretend like, what do you do? Yeah, I was just kidding. I was kidding. I was making my friend feel good about her, feel you know, feel better about her yeah. miserable job. So I didn't say anything. And then the following Monday, I thought I was in the clear because mm, nothing happened the, the rest worst. of the day. And then Monday rolls around and they're like, can we see you in the oh, office? And then it's <laughs> HRs there, the lawyers there. Uh, and they're like, I yeah. think that that's where I first came up with. They told me I was poisoning the well. Oh, is that what they said? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Mm. At least you're firing for your like using ketchup on the as a having taking a break. At least it was like pretty much like yeah yeah. I know, Bye. but like, look, I couldn't have sat down with my friends at Fat Burger and had a burger. I know on you my can't three have hour freaking <laughs> work for like three hours. I know, right? Yeah, it was my night off. Look, I don't care about that. The the passing out the flyers. What I'm bitter about is the the Budweiser job because that was you know good money, but um. Yeah. yeah, my life insurance job, I was in trouble a lot. I was a hard worker, but I would get upset at some of these. I was dealing with a lot of agents, like like insurance agents. Right. And they would chalk down to you, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like the – you're the person they need to – I was taking applications and then I would move them on to underwriting. Like yeah. I would input all the the applications, right. okay, and then they would go on to underwriting. Mm-hmm. But I was then the liaison, so these insurance agents would call me like, "Hey, what's happening with my application?" Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Oh, it's in underwriting." Mm-hmm. 
Like I'm 19. I don't right. give a fuck right. about like <laughs> right. your client yes. or your job or yes. the future right. or anything. But am I going to the Red Onion today at five right. o'clock? You know, <laughs> Red Onion. But they expected me to care, and right. I was like, I care about when I'm having a Long Island iced tea right. in about three hours. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so I'd be like, I don't know. Like, you know, they'd go, Well, when is it going to be done with underwriting? And I'm like, mm. I don't know. I'm not, am I the underwriter? No. Right. Go talk to the underwriter. Yeah, but they'd be like, Well, I can't go talk to the underwriter. I got to talk to you so then i'd be like all right let me i'll call arnie (laughs) you know i'll i'll call them i'll call you back and then would i call them back maybe if i got a hold of arnie but if i didn't get a hold of arnie then it would go out of my mind yeah like i'd forget about it right 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 also i had i remember even though i was 19 but they would give you it was i was totally overworked Mm -hmm. i'd have like 40 applications that i was dealing with at a time yeah so yeah. I remember the feeling of like your inbox, they were always incoming and you couldn't get them. They right. weren't done fast enough. Right. So I would go to bed, you know, thinking about stressed all about like all these applications because there were always people mad at you. What was your hours? Were you full time, part time? Full time. Yeah. It was like 830 to like 530. Mm, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. I think you got paid overtime, but they try to make you work weekends. But I was like, no, bitch. Right. Like, I got a party. Right. I know. I know. I'm 19 living in LA, think, dreaming about like, I want to be an actress or I want right. to do something with yeah. my life. Yeah. Finally, I quit that job. And that's where I got, that's when I started temping. Oh, nice. The temping was, must have been easier though. Much right? better. Like, much better. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought about temping for a while, but, um, couldn't type. Uh, typing was the one thing that I really like accelerated. At oh, you class. did? I took, Me too. I took typing. I took a one typing class at Pierce College. Best class I ever took. <laughs> we should make Best. our kids freaking take a typing class. I know. I tell my kids all the time. And they're all, you know, Sonny's whole thing's like, I can type. I can, I'm fast. I'm fine. No, you're not. You hunt and peck. No, yeah. you got to like... I, the thing I learned in the typing class is where to place your fingers yes. and memorize memorize where everything is. Something where you'd learn – it was like a quick fox. Yes, fox there was all these like – jumps the thing yes. where you'd have to type that and you right. have to put the right – yes. Yes, yes. And I remember – And you should be able to type without looking at the right. keyboard with just looking at what you're typing. Yes, and I can. Me too. I'm I could a typer. Clo- I could close my eyes and type. Me you know, too. Somebody can talk and I just type. It's a very underrated skill. Right, it is. And I'm I'm fast. Me too. Yeah, yeah it's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't you temp? I don't know. Oh, because I got a job at um I finally got a job at Genesis Entertainment, which was the syndication company that then eventually that's where I started my first that's where I started working in television right you know but so you didn't have to temp there to get no they they had an opening for a receptionist so I right. started there and then moved you know worked my way up but um but I remember like my that was my real first job job yeah and worked in sales and then I had the two bosses that um they were sales guys traveling all the time and then I had to like then I became their assistant and I mean, I'm like, I, I didn't go to college or any, I don't, like, now I got to know where Colorado is on the map and shit like that. And like, you know, they're going to all these different markets across the country and I'm, you know, booking them their travel and I mean, like, and, and um, taking messages and just, it was, and then I learned how to do comparagraphs, they, they called them, which was, 
Yes, boring stuff, but it was like not really though. If you knew, if you like television, because it was just a, a a basic map of what television, what was airing on television, you know, between during all the different day parts that they would call it, you know, like the the evening or the daytimes or the morning shows, and what stations had what in each market, you know, like mm-hmm. in Alabama, this is what's on Fox television at this time of the day, and blah blah blah. And I remember back then, like, The View was on television and um, um, what is it? The uh, What's the Bill Maher show? But it wasn't Bill Maher back then. It was uh, – uh, what, what, what is it? Bill Maher show, Politically Incorrect? Politically Incorrect, yeah. That was on regular TV before it went to HBO. Oh, OK. It was on like ABC, I think. I don't know. But I look back and like all these television shows that were on and they're still on to this day, you know, daytime stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was fun. And then um, and then the company got bought by a bigger company, New World, and then we moved to Century City. But it, th- those that's that's when I started really like working in the big world and, you know, commuting from Canoga Park to like basically West L.A., you know. Yes, that commute is a bitch. That was a bitch. Yes. Then I met Adam and Adam's like, why are you living out here in Northridge? You should be living in like closer and then moved in with Suzanne in North Hollywood and um and then got my job like at Carsey Warner. It just then then it's like once you get your foot in the door, then you can like start to learn the business and move up and you know, but I had to get my foot in the door. Right. That was the hard part. I thought I was getting my foot in the door temping because mm-hmm. a lot of people right. Would get a temp job and then they they would sometimes get a long term temp job, which would turn it. Then they'd get hired by the company. Right. That never happened to me. And sometimes I would have like a great temp job where I'd be like, Oh my god, this yeah. is. I I worked at a lot of record companies, and I even had a long term job. I've I've told you about this before in A and R at I forgot the rec- RCA. And I lo- wow. it was so fun and yeah. I was learning the business a little bit. But then like the person came back and it was yes. like, bye. Right. You know, and I was like, don't you guys have anything for me? And they're like, nope, sorry. Uh. And then – but then, you know, you'd have like a few good ones in a row. But then it would be like, okay, your your assignment is you're going to work the mail room at this place. And it was like the job was like, hey, be prepared to walk like several miles uh. every day. And I was like, oh, hell. No, like, and then they're like, they're gonna train you one day, but like somebody's going out for knee surgery, so you're gonna go on this day for training, and they're gonna show you the whole map of the whole thing, and I'd be like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna remember, right? And then I, I'm not trying to be all stressed out at my job, (laughs) I know, but then you didn't want to not take a temp job because. It was Apple temp. They'd get mad at you. If you right. said no to something, they'd be like, why? Right, right. Like, and then they're not going to give you something else. Right. So you'd have to say yes, but then try to like be like, oh, I'm also having knee surgery. <laughs> like, so I need a job with more sitting. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then you'd have to do it last minute and then they'd be so mad. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or you'd go into a job and it would be – you'd have some crazy boss and because every day was like a new thing. Right. So right. you go in. Sometimes the person would be like so nice and you'd have nothing to do all yeah. day and you'd just like read magazines. Right. But sometimes you'd go in and they'd be like, OK, the phone rang. Are you, yeah. you going to answer the phone? Yeah. They throw like, you to the I don't even know your name yet. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know where the bathroom is. I don't know where to eat lunch. Like nobody would right. tell you. So you just have like a misery. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I never got to temp. 
But that's how I got Matt Dillon. He was temping at HBO. I mean, oh, really? He was temping at HBO, but he kept reaching out to me on LinkedIn wanting a job. Oh. And I every time I went on LinkedIn, so I would LinkedIn like, works. Yeah, it did work. I was like, he reached out to me like two or three times. I'm like, this guy's still looking for a job now? But he was temping at HBO. And then I liked that he was temping at HBO. And I, I was like, yeah, I'll meet you and fell in love with him and hired him. And then I fired him. <laughs> but I kept him. <laughs> then you rehired him. And I rehired him, yeah. Um, wait. He's still working for you? Yeah, he works Corolla Drinks stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's, we keep him busy. Um, but you, wait, you were talking about record. Co- wait, did you see Licorice Pizza? I did. No, you didn't like it? I didn't like it. We didn't like it. Even though I wanted to like it so, so bad. bad. I was I like, know. it's the valley. Dude, all I didn't these even lim- know it was out. I was like, I took Natalia to get tested the other day. And we found this like one clinic. And we're standing outside. I look up and there's a billboard for it. I was like, Licorice Pizza? Oh my god! I forgot about Licorice Pizza, like the record store. Then I see like Tom, Tom, uh, what's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson, and I'm like, what? That sounds fun! Like, oh, I can't wait. Then I saw a post that you saw it, and I just Matt, did you see Licorice Pizza? I have not yet, but I am a diehard PTA fan, so I will be enjoying it. Me too. We are too. Remember my story about Radiohead and the whole. The whole story was basically that we were more impressed that it was Paul Thomas that I was chatting with Paul Thomas Anderson in my living room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No? And then I accidentally outed the yes. fact that they were making a Radiohead <laughs> video in my house. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh yeah, I just it's it's there's not like much there there. Mm, damn. I so I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't even the trailer, I was like, huh? nothing happens. Nothing's going on. Nothing's really going on. It's just which I I think the whole point of it is kind of like nostalgia, and it's shot like it's a seventies movie. Right. But then I'm like, well, I could just watch a seventies movie. You can watch Boogie yeah. Nights. <laughs> well, Boogie Nights is like a hundred times better. It's more right. exciting. It's yeah. like funny. Yeah, well, I don't know. No, it's not funny. I don't know. I just didn't really care for it that <sighs> much for many reasons. Um. Hmm, that's disappointing because I was looking forward to seeing it. Now, did you see the other movie that I also no. said was sucked? No. The Lost Daughter? Mm-mm. Matt, have you seen that? No, that's the one Maggie Gyllenhaal directed, right? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to see that too. No. Oh, my God. It's so fucking boring. Really? You will hate it. I know you and I know, I know your taste watch it. and you will be like, what? Yeah. Mm. And if anybody out there is like, oh, well, you you know, you don't get it. Yeah, I got it. I mm. got it. Motherhood is hard. Right. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> but no. It's that's what these independent movies sometimes that just don't go anywhere, you know? It's yeah, just it's like a meditation on motherhood and everything is symbolic. Like I don't if I have to read a review that explains the entire movie to me, mm. then that's not a movie I want to be right, seeing. Right, right, right. I want to understand at least – like you know what I mean? When everything is just symbolism yes. and flashbacks and like – and yeah. I didn't care. You you don't care about the lead character really. Right. Mm, well, that's I don't know. I guess some people really liked it. You know it's based on a book yeah. that I guess people liked. Yeah. Mm. Damn. And you say, have you seen any good movies, Matt? Um, let's see. Over the weekend, I watched a, uh, a movie I'm going to say was craptastic. I highly recommend it. It's oh, an gosh. Amazon movie called The Voyeurs. 
Oh, don't know oh. if you guys have heard of this. It's a uh, an erotic thriller in the vein of like Wild Things or Cruel Intentions. Oh, it's got uh, Sydney Sweeney in it, who is the daughter on uh, White Lotus. If you guys watch that right. show, right? Uh-huh. It's oh, yeah, uh, yeah. again, it's it's by no means an Academy Award winner, but if you want two hours to watch kind of a silly uh, erotic thriller with some bizarre implausible twists in it, then okay. that is right up your alley. Okay. And then uh, it's not a movie, but it sure feels like one on Showtime. There's a new series called Yellow Jackets. Everybody's Don't know if you guys have that. seen that about a girl's soccer team that crashes and shit gets real weird from there. Really? Yeah, now, that one's really good. You know, what's funny is I thought that people were confusing it with Yellowstone. <laughs> I was like, oh, these poor people. Like, they they, it's called it Yellowstone. Yeah, they keep getting, like, multiple people are like, ah, oh, easy mistake to make. I can right. see how you did that. Right. <laughs> Do you watch Yellowstone, Matt? I don't, but I'm probably the only staff member here who does I, not. I started watching it. I'm on season two now, and I love it. Yeah. Everybody here is going nuts for it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Kaylin looks like the main guy, by the way. You'll see. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> That's why he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to watch Yellow Jackets. Yeah, me too. For, I'm going to watch sure. it. Yeah. 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 Should we Should we wrap it up? Yeah. And why not? Why not? Yeah. Listen, here's a podcast you can listen to. This is from one of our Patreon oh. members, The Bittersweet Life. That's right. Why don't you check that out? If mm-hmm. you like, you know, adventure Who doesn't? and spontaneity and like changing your whole life and you've been thinking like, hey, maybe I want to just like up and move to another mm-hmm. country – but let's find out what that's like by listening right. to a podcast first. Check out The Bittersweet Life. It's, um, yeah, Katie and Tiffany, and they have fun guests, and they talk about all the stuff that you need to know about, you know. Oh, my God. Hold on. Breaking news. Robert Durst is dead. <gasps> what? Yeah. He had cancer. He did. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. He did not last long. No. Didn't he have COVID? He had COVID. Oh, Mm. Yeah, he had COVID. Wow. I thought he was dead, to be honest with you. I mean, no, I know he, he just lost he just his trial, trial and then and then was Up arguing and, to then he yeah. had he had COVID. I, I for yeah, anyway, it was in the news that he went to try. I've totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, anyway. Well, he's gone. Wow, okay. Mm. Um also, basic Becky, if you want to get a like Robert Durst is dead t shirt. Get Robert it from Durst is still dead. <laughs> get it from justbasicbecky.com. Uh, you can have her make up whatever T-shirt you want. So yes, why you know why wouldn't you? Yeah. A lot of people have Becky make them stuff like phrases from our show. Oh, I love that. Well, her shirts are very soft. Yes, yeah. really nice Good stuff. Quality. Yeah, so check her out. And then last but not least, Michaela Brennan. Is giving us a charity. I love her. Shout. Thank you, Michaela. So, really do you want to do Door of Hope? Yes, mm-hmm. I'll do Door of Hope. Yes, it's, uh, they had a homeless shelter here in Los Angeles, and um, if you go to doorofhope.us, you'll see um, they have a list of things that they you can donate to and things they need. Thank you, Michaela. Thanks, guys. Thanks, uh, everybody. Thanks, Matt, for stepping in for Kaylin. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, it was fun. All yeah. right, you're a parent now. Don't f it up. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. 
Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com.